0: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Porsche Cooled Podcast. My name is Michael Bath. Uh, it's Owner's Stories Day, and Owner's Stories is, well, it's it's the only episode of the podcast at the moment. We used to do uh, two episodes a week, and for those of you who are new to the podcast, and this is the very first episode you're listening to, when I say we, that was my friend Steve in Sydney. Steve owns a GT3 997. Um, now, due to I guess just due to work pressures, Uh, we're doing one episode a week, or I'm doing one episode a week, which is the owner stories. Um, I've had so many people reach out to me recently for owner stories. Um, Some of you I have actually responded to and some of you I haven't. I apologize to those that I haven't. Uh, It does take me a little while to get around around to it at the moment, especially with this uh, workload that I'm trying to get through. Um, workload, as in my day job, not not the podcast. I'm not calling the podcast work. The podcast is fun. Podcast is where I get to uh, get to chill and and talk about Porsches with other like minded people, which is uh, which is always good fun. Um, it's funny, you know, people who are not into cars don't sometimes <laughs> don't get the uh, the passion that we have. It's 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 quite funny when you talk to people who aren't into cars; they just don't get it. Anyway, um, I'm going to be joined really, really shortly. It's Sunday here. I'm in London still. It's Sunday. Um, This is about a week, week in advance, uh, week in advance to when you guys will hear it. I'm just recording a few episodes um, in advance now, and I'm going to be joined very, very shortly by Freddie. Freddie's coming in from uh, Canada. He's coming in from Toronto in Canada. You guys would have seen the title. Um, these titles are always tricky for me because there are always so many, uh, so many cars in in one episode title. I don't know how uh, I don't know how you you guys read it. I know sometimes it doesn't show every car, which is really annoying. Um, but Freddie is like I said, he's from Canada. He's I think he's got a really good story. I don't know a lot about Freddie's story. I know he did mention to me, you know, does he have a sickness because he's got so many Porsches? He's had, and I think we'll talk about this when Freddie comes on. But he's had I think about eight eight Porsches in total. He currently has, I think, four Porsches, which are in the title. Um, and he's got some really, really good ones. And I, I'm trying to work out how to tackle this episode because I know uh, an episode a few weeks ago I went over the two-hour mark. I know you guys like these episodes when they're about an hour and 15, an hour and a half. Um, I'll try to keep it to 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 that sort of time. Um, but I, I, am, I am interested in, in Freddy's cars, especially because he's got the 997s. Uh, he's got you know he's got. I. What can I say? He's got three, four cars that I love, and he's had cars that I love. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. I'm sure you guys are looking forward to it. So let me just uh, stop talking. Uh, let me get uh, Freddie on the line from Canada, from Toronto in Canada, and let's start talking about his Porsche Cool owner's story. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, and welcome back to Owner's Stories. Um, I am now joined by Freddie. Freddie's coming in from Canada. I was just laughing with uh, Freddie before we started recording because I'm not sure how we're going to get through all the cars that that Freddie has owned, and there's some really good ones, and I know you guys are going to be uh, really interested in this story today, that's for sure. Freddie, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the podcast this morning, this afternoon, I should say.
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, Thanks for having me, Michael.
0: Thanks for coming on. Um, Freddie and I have been trying to do this for a month or so, I think. (laughs) <laughs> I, I cancelled a couple of times. I had, thought I had COVID one morning, but I didn't. So that was luckily luckily not the case. But uh, we've got it sorted out today. Uh, and as I said, it's a Sunday when we're recording this. Freddie. Yes. Toronto. Uh, Toronto, yes. Toronto. Ontario. Toronto yes. in Canada. I've had a couple of Canadians on.
1: Yeah, I just heard the the the, two, the previous two from uh, Vancouver as well, right? So.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I've had Tom just recently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tom had the 996 Carrera 4S, and Joey, a long time ago, who had a G53.2 911. Um, so you're the third Canadian to be on the podcast.
1: Yay! <laughs> all
0: right, let's get into the story, because, you know, like I said, we've got a lot to get through. A lot. Of, there's a lot I would like to talk to, about, talk to you about as well. Um, so we always like to start the podcast, Freddie, where it all began. What is it with Porsche? When did you start noticing Porsche? Um, some people talk about the poster on the wall. Some people had the, the Hot Wheels or the Matchbox car or the, or mm-hmm. the toy. Um, when did you first start noticing Porsche?
1: Um, I think I was fairly young. Uh, of course, I, I was one of the ones with the poster on the wall. It wasn't a – I think it was more like an artsy kind of back side profile of a 930 turbo with the big whale tail in the back okay um, that was on on my wall but at the same time i think what captured me was i i back in the 90s there was a 964 commercial here in canada it was of all the different colors that i had i i, I swear I, I tried looking everywhere on YouTube I could not find that commercial anymore but it was a Uh, like different lipstick colors and then so obviously they had the ruby stone or ruby star color and the yellow and all that stuff and and that's always caught my mind and uh, in the back of my head of course back then i was too young to afford anything yeah so uh, just it was always in the back of my mind so but my first car started with a honda obviously Uh, me being asian so
0: uh, the first part was the Honda. that's a stereotype. Ready? <laughs> what are you talking about? Unfortunately, lots of non Asians like Hondas, yeah, it's true,
1: <laughs> but more Asians do, I guess. I don't know.
0: Is that because, and I know in Australia as well, that is, you know, Hondas were very popular, right? Um, the Civics mm-hmm. and it's, it's because the modding side of it, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Because the, the passion of, of, of owning a Japanese car, the, the ability to be able to mod it, the ability to be able to make it yours. I think that was always the, from, from my looking in in Australia as well, that was the appeal of Hondas, don't you think?
1: Yes, I totally agree. It was the, the appeal to modding, uh, the low cost of maintenance. Yeah. You literally only have to do all changes and uh, depending how you drive, brake pads and tires and nothing else. But the modding part, you know, everybody used to lower their cars, change their exhaust, put the air intake in. Yeah. And and maybe if they want to put some skirts on it, skirt package, yeah. But otherwise, it's, it was pretty low cost to maintain. So, so what was your first
0: car? Was your first car a Honda? Honda, yes.
1: It was a 19. What was it? It was a 1990 Honda CRX SI. Okay. And how I got into that was, I remember... I was, uh, it was back then there was a magazine called Sport Tuning, I believe. And there was on the cover, it was a yellow CRX, highly modded with interior of, there's a like a Benetton color steering wheel. Right. And that car was from Australia. Oh, okay. And that caught my eye. And uh, I, I just love it. Of course, I didn't mod it to, to that same style but uh, i i kept it and and did the normal modifications lowering springs exhaust and and all the other
0: stuff i know some people uh, some of the owners who've been on before um from belgium um in you know have has said that when they mod a car there in those countries they have issues when they have to get a pass for registration or when they have to get a pass for insurance or whatever Mm-hmm. Is there any strict regulations in Canada when you mod when you mod cars? Do they do they check them a lot? You know, is there the smog rule like they have in in California, or how does it work there?
1: Uh, there is, but uh, in Canada, in, at least in Ontario, uh, the insurance companies will ask you if it's modded, but most people say no.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like Australia. Yeah, there's that, there's that tick box, and you just go no. Yeah, I
1: think I think Australia and Canada are pretty
0: safe. <laughs> yeah, no. But the modding just includes anything, right? Any exhaust modification, you know, you don't think of that as being a major modification or, or slightly larger wheels. You, you know, you're supposed to sort of like tell them all this, but we we don't usually do, do we? We don't. Right, an audio anything. system things like that. <laughs> yeah, an audio system. Like, yeah. Just yeah. say no. No, yeah.
1: it, all stock.
0: <laughs> okay, so you had the CRX. You did a bit of modding with it. Were other Hondas, any other memorable cars followed that one?
1: Yes. Uh, that obviously, I, I'm, I'm a I'm a 90s guy. So any of my cars are 90s and after. Anything before, I find that the technology and the interior is just too old for me, high maintenance. Okay. So every one of my cars are, are, are 90s, 1990s and after. So I think uh, uh, shortly after, I had a, had a few 1990 and 91s Honda Civic hatchbacks yes SIs. uh i think i ran to uh a 93 Integra gsr um and then and then went to the 2000 civic sir so we, we badge it sir here in canada in the us they call it si i'm not too sure in the
0: in australia what they are but the, the chassis code is like e, em1 i believe they were good cars though i i actually owned a civic And I'm trying to think what year it was, and I can't even remember. (laughs) I think it was 88. Is it 88? I can't even remember. That would be an EF, right? So the 88 would be an EF. Square back kind of. It was a good car. It was a good car. It was a car that I bought when I first moved to Sydney, and I I kind of like it was not new, obviously. Um, And it was reliable, but it was just I didn't need a car in the city. It was one of those sort of situations.
1: Right. And I've had all the generations from the EF up to 2000, and I skipped the generation from the 92 to 95, the EG version. Why was that? No idea. Just never came to be. <sighs> okay. And I and, and think that's going to be like a parallel to what, what's going to happen with the 911s as well.
0: Yeah, because you just said 80s cars are out. You don't buy 80s cars. You mm-hmm. buy 90s cars. And when we get into the Porsches, there is a 90s Porsche, which you've skipped. So we're going to talk about that, which people will realize, listeners will realize from the title, I'm sure. Um, so you're into the Hondas, you're into the, into the you know, the Civics, you, you know, you're modding them a little bit. Any other brands that, that crept in during this stage before you started looking at Porsche?
1: In that stage, yeah, mostly it
0: was the Hondas, uh, Acuras and, and Toyotas.
1: I think I even had a Camry for two weeks and I hated it and I got rid of it. Um, <laughs> Got into a Lexus IS250. Oh, throughout that period too, I went to two CRXs. Okay. And then in 2007, I got a Lexus IS250 and stick. Yep. Good car. Uh, until I lost to a Honda Accord on the highway. Oh, really? And and right after, within seven months, I was on the highway. I, I couldn't even... Really? I lost to a Honda Accord. I was scratching my head. <laughs> but then the Accord was, I think, the three-liter V6, so... Um, okay, right after that, that I, I I sold that car and I got back to my now CRX. Um, so that was my third CRX in 2007, and uh, I refinished the whole car, swapped the B16 motor, put a Wings West uh, skirt package on it, my wings, uh, my wheels and suspension, uh, repainted it red. Okay, and that was in 07. And I never drove it again.
0: It's literally sitting in my garage, just under the cover. All right. So you still have it. You still have I it. I still have it. Yes. Yeah. But is there? Are there any other cars that are in your garage? Before we start talking about the first Porsche, are there any other cars that you still that you have in your garage apart from the Porsches? Ah, uh, no.
1: but uh, other than the Porsche, my daily drivers. So I have the currently uh, also. Um, luckily, my wife drives thick as well. So oh, that's good. Uh Daily in a F eighty M three. So the okay. blue one, so it's a gas marina blue, it was the first year. Uh, and I daily in a E ninety 90 335i right now.
0: All oh, right. It's automatic.
1: Nice. And then uh, my winter car, so obviously in Toronto, I, we have winter and summer cars, we call it, and dailies. So I, I in winter, I daily in a Volkswagen, Sportwagen.
0: Okay, so you but have a, still, you have a very large garage. You have the you have the the problem that most people have when they want to buy more cars. They go, "Where am I going to store it?" It's and a you, good that, problem. But you solve that problem.
1: My I, I, my count is at nine. I usually max out at ten, and I I can't bear <laughs> ten right now. Really, so, but but I am at ten.
0: So the CRX is that kind of like just a emotional thing is it because you always he started with the Hondas and you yes. said you don't drive it, you just want to keep it I mean obviously yeah. they're increasing value as well all these Hondas you know S2000s S2, especially I can't believe the price of S2000s now yes um,
1: but I don't think I'll get back my value on this one no By, body on it it's around two, 230,000 kilometers but there's absolutely wow. no rust on the car
0: so. okay cool all right Freddie, let's start your first Porsche what happens? You're driving the Hondas. You're mm-hmm. into Hondas. And then you decide, okay, I, I, I like, you know, I remember that the ad, you know, the 964 ad. <clears throat> what comes first? How do you find the first Porsche and, and how does it come about?
1: What came first was back then my girlfriend, which is my wife now, um, lucky. she actually wanted to switch her car. Okay. I forgot what she had before though. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so we went to order a, 2002 996 C2 um, with the Aero Kit package. Nice. So that was brand new. We took that uh, in
0: 2002. So your first 911, how did you spec that out? How did you option that car? uh,
1: We specced it together. It was white on
0: on tan. And I
1: know you guys hate that white on tan. I don't
0: hate it it anymore. I actually don't hate it. After living in the Middle East, I don't actually hate it anymore. I quite like it. (laughs) But back in
1: '02, I think it was uh, – with all the 996, I, I realized all the colors are either a blue or the Arctic silver, on um, light gray interior or black. Uh, actually, they, I, it's actually rare to find a black interior on a 996.
0: It is. And I, I, I have said it before. I really like the 996 in white. And you don't see that many, really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not C2s. You don't really see that many. Um, right. and I think this the nine nine six shape actually works well in white, don't you think? It's just something mm-hmm. about the shape of the of the nine nine six is just I don't know. It works really, really well. I'm just going to yeah. tell everyone. I'm just going to tell everyone quickly, Freddie, your um, Instagram, so they can go and follow you and and just look at the cars okay. while we're chatting. So Freddie's Instagram is at nine eleven love at nine eleven love l u v. So go and have a look at Freddie's Instagram while we're chatting, um, and give him a follow while you're there. So you got the nine nine six. C2, brand new, first Porsche. Mm-hmm. How was it? Was it everything you expected?
1: Yeah, I think, yes, it was everything I expected, only because uh, we had a low expectations. We drove it. We were like, wow, this car is like the fastest car in the world. You know, we're driving on the highway. We're passing people. We feel like the kings of the road, <laughs> you know, and, and again, it's and stick and, and, and it was just accelerating. Like, uh, it was so much fun to drive. Um, Gearship was smooth, like everything. But then you got to consider we came from Honda. So it's a big, big jump for us as well. It's a huge but it jump. But it was so much fun, like uh, a lot of fun.
0: It's a huge jump. And, you know, I, I've spoken about this before in previous podcasts. My wife's boss from years ago, who's an architect, he went from a Peugeot 206 GTI to a 996 Carrera 4
1: mm-hmm. you know and
0: I thought that was a huge dump like anything you know anything you jump into is going to be great you know what I mean doesn't right. have to be a 911 when you come from that sort of car that size car mm-hmm. so what about the what about the 996 though? um we all know about the issues of 996s and 997s I don't want to dwell on that too much but how was your ownership how was the ownership experience with the 996 because you purchased it new it's got warranty mm-hmm. Yes. Was it carefree motoring or, or were there any issues? Carefree.
1: We had, uh, it was absolutely carefree. We had, we didn't do anything to it except for oil changes. Um, but then again, uh, I think we had it for about six years. Okay. And That's a long we time. Ended up, Yeah. And we ended up selling it at 43,000 kilometers. So about average of, you know, 7,000 a year driving. Obviously, we don't drive in the winter
0: here, so. Okay, so you bought that car in 2002, you know, so you started your Porsche ownership journey 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. and you owned it for six years, so that's 2008. Did another, Mm -hmm. did another Porsche, we're just going to touch over the previous cars, because I want to talk about the current ones, right? But so did you, was there another Porsche in between, or you had that one, and then you sold it, and then you bought another Porsche, or you bought something else? What, What came next?
1: Yeah, we, we had that one for uh, six, seven years. And then um, we were ready for another one. Uh, at that time, we didn't know what to pick. And then we was just searching around. Back then it was 07, 08, Okay. And um, obviously of the financial crisis of, as well. Yes. Uh, and, and back then, uh, I believe the Canadian and the US dollar were at par. Okay. Um, and then... We did a research and we ended up wanting a nine nine seven GT three RS. Okay. So that's another big jump. So that's a huge
0: jump, right? Huge
1: jump. So. But I'll tell you why we picked it.
0: <laughs> but I'm going to say though, and you know that's probably my favorite car, right? It's well, I don't know if you know, but it's my favorite car, and I think you actually even have, and I just I didn't realize until I looked at your Instagram, you even have my favorite color um, <laughs> in that car. So it's a huge jump. It's a huge commitment to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So what makes you think about jumping straight to a GT3 RS? Not to a GT3, not to a, you know, GTS even in a 997. What makes you jump all the way to the GT3 RS? Do you
1: want the real reason or the... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The real reason was the color. No, we wanted the color. (laughs) (laughs) Really? We wanted the color. We, We actually wanted the green. Right, uh, but it was so hard to come by in Canada. So we, we and then we agreed. Okay, th- back then it was four, four, uh, the four colors or the four and a half because they came in the silver, black, orange, and green. And then there were some whites that super rare. Yeah, we were we were saying okay, if we could find a green one, we'll pick the green one, and and secondary would be the orange and but the reason why we did that was because we knew the engine came with it so obviously it's it's going to be the the engine and the power and everything as well
0: so, so you you ordered this freddy you ordered this car new you ordered No the we couldn't we couldn't find anything new just I think even back
1: then back in 07 08 we just can't find anything brand new and I think we were pretty late in the game to decide we want a car like that so we did the searches Um, There was one in one of the dealerships uh, in the showroom, but they said it's not for sale. So because the U.S. and Canadian dollar were at par, we started searching in the U.S. Okay, Uh, I think we we found one back in New York, uh, did the Carfax search and everything, and then realized it was tracked and and had an accident of like $10,000. Wow. Uh, And then finally, we uh found one in Pittsburgh, Porsche of Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. And what was it? Tell the listeners and, exactly what you found.
1: Um, we found an 07 in uh, orange, GT3 RS. Uh, we had the VIN number. And back then, they were on the rent list or, or whatever site it was on. There was a VIN registry. So we found out it came from Lamborghini of Houston and then from before in California. And it had only 978 miles on the clock. Wow. Wow. Back then. Um but they were still selling at the, the original MSRP price. But I thought, you know what, a thousand miles doesn't really matter. Uh, it wasn't tracked, and the front was ppf'd So that was the main thing.
0: Okay, so what was <clears throat> that first experience when you pick up this car? So this one, this one came after the nine nine six C two. This one you still own today. This is your current, still the current car, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was the feeling, though, when you, when, after being in the 996, 96 Carrera 2, you know, you're looking at, you know, five seconds, 0 to 60 or whatever it is, right? How mm-hmm. was it when you went into the into the GT3 RS? Did you have to change the way you drove this thing? Was it?
1: Oh, you know, yeah, definitely. So now we get into the GT3. But it was funny, on the, on the pickup, um, we actually had to ship it over from Pittsburgh. Okay. And then they had to go through customs and all that work. But for us to leave a deposit, we wanted to drive the four hours down. To Pittsburgh from Toronto, right. So it was my wife and I. We drove in a winter car, a little two thousand three Honda Civic back then. Right. I was in shorts <laughs> and flip
0: flops going into a Porsche of Pittsburgh, turning up in your Honda Civic. <laughs> and they're like, "Who are these guys?" <laughs> not your typical Porsche customer, yeah.
1: No, not at all. But we're like, oh, "Yeah, we're the." Once I called you about the, the RS and I told you I was coming in from Toronto. We just want to take a look. And they were super nice, super, super nice. Oh, that's good. um They showed us the whole showroom and even took us to, um, it, it was like a basement of some sort and had like even Ferraris in it. He said it was the owner's collector collection. Oh, right. Yeah, so super nice. And then we, we put a de- put, make a long storage, so we put a deposit. And then we just set up everything with the transporter to transport the car over. Okay. And of course, I looked at the car. The lip was front lip was a little, little bit scraped. So I asked for them to include a new, brand new front lip. Yes. Uh, just throw it into the cabin. So when we get it, I can switch it. But then to this day, I still haven't switched it out yet. But That's that good. my front lip is all scratched up right now. Up. <laughs> I can honestly tell you.
0: Yeah, it happens very easily, doesn't it? So, mm. okay, because I'm looking at the picture on your Instagram where you've got, there's a picture of a the orange GT3 RS, mm-hmm. a grey GT3 RS, is it grey or black, and then the white.
1: Oh, okay, yes.
0: So I thought yours was the one in the middle. I didn't realise you had an orange one. I thought you had the grey one.
1: No, I had the orange one. The point two. The point two was um, uh, one of the cars that I got back in through my work. Oh, okay. I almost bought that car.
0: The orange is a really good color in it, though. And you're saying about the green. I know there's someone I follow on Instagram who live up in northern New South Wales in Australia, and they've got a few Porsches, and I think they have got a green one they bought from you. And the green is, green is a nice color. It's mm-hmm. always one of those colors, though. And I, I want to ask you about this, the sea orange. It's one of those colors where... Do you ever find some days you can't live with that color, like it's just too strong, or you find oh, that it's been a great color to to own in a no, GT3 RS? Not at
1: all. I love that orange, but the green, the green, the green one in person looks so much more better. Right. The orange looks better in pictures and, and on on uh, digital media, yes. but the green one is the one that stands so so out in in person, and it, but it doesn't capture well on picture. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm sure everyone would agree with me,
0: hopefully. So what are the options? What else came with the car? So you you know, you've got to get it back to Canada. But what options came with the car? It had 1000 miles, he said, no mileage. They give you the free lip. What do the yep. GT3 RSs come standard with? Are there any options that the owner could have added onto it or how Actually, it? This optioned? one
1: didn't have much option. It didn't even have the Chronos. Um and it didn't have the bucket seats obviously. Uh right. it had the sofa seats, uh the sport seats. Um, and back then, the the roll cage wasn't legal, so we didn't have the roll cage. It was this one is literally a basic
0: GT3 RS, unfortunately. If you can but, use the word basic,
1: yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean uh, based on options, right? Yeah. But other than that, it's literally a base GT3 R with Alcantara steering and and
0: the Alcantara shift knob. So that car you still own, Freddie. Um, mm-hmm. how is the ownership experience being? Tell us about the the first time you really took it out and really realized what you had. You say your wife drives stick as well. Yes. Um when was that that feeling you got when you took it out and you went, "Man, I've got this is one special car, one special 911."
1: I'm still feeling it because every time we drive it, the third gear on the car is amazing. Just going on the highway on the on-ramp on that third gear. And then remember what I told you about the 996 when we yes. first started, this is the fastest car in the world and all that. <laughs> so now after driving this, we're like, oh my God, we're, we're such losers. That 996 is shit, right? Compared to this one. <laughs> but uh, of course, 996 is a great car, but they're, they're just two different cars. It's, it's literally comparing apples to oranges, you know, um, that, that GT3 RS, uh, again, it's still one of my favorite. Um, that's why we just can't let that go. I, I've only passed
0: 12,000 kilometers. I'm sorry to say, I'm oh. partially a garage cream. Wow. 2000, 2,000, sorry, kilometers in Canada, I forget. 2,000 kilometers in how many years? Four, 12 more, 12 years, 14 yeah. years.
1: No, uh, 12,000 12,
0: kilometers. 12,000 kilometers. Yeah. In how many years? Have you owned it?
1: I've owned it from 08, but
0: it's a 07 uh, manufacturer year. So 14 uh, oh,
1: years? 14 years. Average about a thousand. So I got it at around sixteen hundred kilometers, right? So yeah, uh, less less than a thousand a year.
0: <laughs> and because you gotta drive, you know, like you know, I don't drive my car that much because I'm not home all the time, but what about What about the servicing and that on GT3 RSs? Obviously, when you get into Porsche servicing and you take it to Porsche dealers or Porsche specialists, you know, the price of a GT3 RS is is going to cost you a little bit more to service. Has there been anything that if someone's listening to the podcast and thinking about buying one, is there anything that comes up that you need to look out for in the GT3 RS? I mean, Steve always talks about the, the coolant lines on his GT3 997, the pinning of the coolant lines. Okay. But what about your GT3 RS? Is there anything known that you've had to fix? Um,
1: for me, no, uh, it was mainly again, oil changes. Uh, I change them probably every 500 kilometers because of the way we drive. Right. Um, and I have, I have a, um, a lift in my garage. So okay. I used to do my own oil changes. Right. Despite what everyone else said, you have to have everything on our record. Yeah. I, I don't really care. As long as I know my oil is golden yellow by the time I, I release them back out. Right, um, and it's a bit of a trouble because it has a dry sump as well. So I have two drain plugs. Yes, and because of, of the way the drain plug is done, I get oil all over my my garage floor. Oh, really? I'm used to, um, but of course now because I work in an industry, so my 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 shop guys does it for me now.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. Um,
1: I've been noticing a little bit of RMS uh, leak. But I've also talked to the Porsche specialist. They're like, um, you know, it's only one or two drops a year. So they, they said, don't don't worry about that.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you've got the GT3 RS. The nine, the 996 is gone. The Carrera 2 is gone. You're into the GT3 RS. You still own that car. So it's a great car. It's a keeper. Um, and we mm-hmm. all know what's happened to the prices of um, GT3 RSs. Uh, right. I know that one sold recently in Australia in black for uh, 500000 odd. Oh
1: australian and that's australia too I, i'm still, <laughs> still concerned so between canada and australia when our dollar is almost that par. the yes. only difference is left-hand drive and right-hand drive and then yeah yes. i guess well australia might be a little bit farther for transportation fees and all
0: that. luxury that. car tax luxury the taxes in australia i think probably are higher higher than canada and i think that's what causes it but mm-hmm. when you i mean you know the gd3 rs and i've spoken about this before but the gd3 rs I remember I was looking at one at Porsche in Sydney when I was there. It was probably 2018, you know, mm-hmm. years go very quickly. It's probably 2018, and it was sitting there for some time. And I think it was 379 thousand Australian, and it went down to 349. It was grey. It was a point two. It was grey with the red wheels. Yeah. Um, but it sat there for ages because I went mm-hmm. there a couple of times and looked at it. You know, just yeah. sort of thought. Mm. And you know, I know now that those prices, four years later, in excess, they're they're around 500 k. Uh, right. A base right. a base 997 is, you know, a 997.1 like Steve's, people are asking 300 to 320, 300 to 330 wow. sort of thing. So that's that's the prices at the moment. I mean, I think wow. it will drop a little bit, but that's what the prices are at the moment. Right. So for some people listening, Freddie, you've got the pinnacle. You know, you've got, not only have you got a GT3, you've got the GT3 RS, you've got the one, you you've got it in the orange. What's the orange called? I have no idea. <laughs> That's not golf orange, though, is it?
1: I I've, no, no. I think golf orange is more uh y right? Like lighter. I, right. I honestly have no idea what this orange is called. I've never really looked into it. <laughs> like, but every time I just say nine nine seven orange GT three RS, people know already. Yeah, right? because there's only one orange, basically,
0: right? Right. And for the listeners, if, you, if, you, if you're looking at the Instagram, you'll see Freddy's GT3 RS there. It's got the black wheels. It's got the decal on the side. I mean, it's very, very cool. Very, very cool. So you've got the yeah. car, right? You've got that car. Your wife and you have got that car, I should say, because your wife drives stick. It's mm-hmm. the pinnacle. It's like you get there and you think, I don't need anything more. I'm happy with this. You know, maybe I need a, a, a basic 911, a newer 911 just as a daily driver. Mm-hmm. So what happens next for you? What happens? You've got the GT3 RS in your garage what do you lo- what do you think next what do you start looking for um
1: at that point uh we still have it well I, 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 as you know we still have it so throughout that time we were still driving Hondas and then we had like Honda Element's um other Civics um up until 2014 that's when we start to realize i think the civic that civic was breaking down so we had to uh, um <laughs> the, <laughs> We had to get a new daily. Um, okay. So we we looked into a F eighty M three, and that was in two thousand fourteen. So it was coming out in two thousand and fifteen. Okay. That was our, our daily again in stick, um, and then while we were going through the purchasing, the, the manager was like, um, "There's actually a BMW M tour with the European delivery." Okay. And and. He said he will hook, hook us up with this trip, which BMW Canada would pay for. We only right. had to pay for the air, airfare. Wow! So in two thousand and I think 14, 15 we went to Munich to pick up this car.
0: Oh, fantastic!
1: Yeah, uh, I, I went with my wife, obviously, and our then four year old.
0: Wow, that's great!
1: What a great thing to do! Yeah, so much fun. Uh, we went from Munich. Through the uh, and visited all the uh, the BMW factories museum and all that through the belt, and uh, we had fifteen M cars. So it was then it was M three and M fours only.
0: Right, right.
1: drove through the Austrian Alps um, and down to uh, Florence, where yes. we all just dropped off a car and they picked it up, and we flew back from Florence and um, and then they shipped the cars back to Canada.
0: Ah, fantastic. Fantastic. How long did it take before you got the car back in Canada?
1: Um, we finished the trip in June. Right, and we got the cars by August, so about a month or so.
0: That's okay. That's not bad.
1: Yeah, super super fun trip. It was like yeah, fifteen M3 M4s. Uh, I still remember picking that car up like uh, through the autobahn. Uh, of course, there's certain parts that were, that still had a, a speed limit. Yeah. But there was three of us and we had like the Canadian decals on the side that they put on. Right. And I I think we were cruising at around 150, 160 kilometers per hour. And then, and uh, unfortunately, I say unfortunate because I was the leader of the pack at that point (laughs) in time, like us three. And then I saw like an E39 silver wagon just sitting on the side of the the highway. And then, While I was driving, I kept looking in the rearview mirror. And then once we passed, I saw him pulling out already. And then I saw that kind of little blue light. Oh, really? (laughs) So at at that time, I was leaving. And then I saw there was an ambulance in the middle of the highway, like driving. Yeah. So I tried to hide behind that line of sight between me and the ambulance. (laughs) And I started creeping up, creeping up, and started going, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Of course, I, I I lost the pack. And then when we got to a destination, the pack came as well. And uh, obviously the, the, the policemen stopped them on the highway. Yeah. And, uh, and I go, so what happened, right? It was like, what, like, why did they pull you over? They go, yeah, they said we were going a little bit fast, but at the same time, they were just curious of what are these M3s and M4s are doing. Oh, like, right, because there's so many. The highway. Yeah. And there were so many, yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'm just curious. I saw you guys are from Canada and all that stuff. Uh, you, you guys are good to go. I just I just want to see your cars. Okay. And then he's like, um, by the way, what happened to that first blue one? That, like, wh- <laughs> where's that guy? <laughs> like, so so I'm, I was kind of happy that I got away from it. Absolutely. But at the same
0: time, they, they didn't
1: do anything. So it was okay. But it was, it was just funny. He he actually noticed my car and, and started asking about where where
0: <laughs> because of the color. The color is such a beautiful Probably because color. of the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such a beautiful I, color. I just
1: took off. I didn't I didn't want to do anything with uh, with police in Germany.
0: So so you pick up the M three and you pick up the the BM in Germany. Mm-hmm. So when what happens then? You go back. You come back to Canada. You you've got your new BM. Mm-hmm. When does the next Porsche come along then? Are there other cars in between that?
1: Uh, other cars in between no uh, I think it went to 2000 and maybe 1617. I started a new job in the car industry yes and um, that next one would be a 1991 uh, 964 911 turbo or 965. It was a red one. I think it was a guards red. And uh, one of my friends called me and said, and he's like, Freddie, I had this car in in my dad's garage. It's been sitting there for over 10 years. Right. Would you guys be, would you be interested in buying it? Right. So I go, oh, what is it? It's like, it's a 1991 911 Turbo. I go, okay. That was my first reminiscent of the commercial that I went through with the, uh, with the 964s. So we took it in and um, I forgot how many kilometers it is. Was. It wasn't that much. It was a, maybe 110,000 kilometers uh, or, or maybe even lower. Um, body was in uh, pretty good shape. Uh, car drives nice. Um, at that point in time, uh, my work, uh, I have a front office and then a back service base. It was the Porsche classic people using that space to work on their cars. Uh, there oh, okay. Yeah. So, it was perfect. So, I just brought it to the back. I go, hey, guys, can you look at this car? for?" Me? <laughs> that's, that's my PPI. That was my PPI, right? I uh, get a free PPI.
0: So, what year was this? 2017, 2016? This is, yeah, it was about 2016 or 2017. So, it's a it's a 91. So, it's a 964 turbo. Mm-hmm. Bad boys turbo. Very sought after. Mm-hmm. Um, why was it sitting? Why, why wasn't it being driven by your… That, that person's dad was... I
1: think he's like in his 60s, 70s. there in the um, vegetable distribution um, industry. Right. And he, he's just like... We don't use this. We have no time to use this car anymore.
0: Okay. So, so, you, so, yeah. so you've got the Porsche Classic guys nearby. They 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 do a PPI. Did everything turn out okay? Was there any issues with the car because it hadn't been driven?
1: Yeah, it, it was actually okay. Um, I think we... I, I honestly forgot. We, I I don't think I even needed to do a reseal on it. That's okay. that's the crazy part. I think it was just the transmission fluid change, or flush, oil um, change, and pretty much that's it. I think there were like little things here and there to tinker with, but but that was it.
0: How many kilometers did it have? I uh, I think
1: around ninety to one hundred and ten thousand kilometers. It wasn't much.
0: Ninety to one hundred, but it's still well driven, though, isn't it? Still, still well, well driven, yeah. it's Still a really well driven car. Did he yeah. own that car from new? Was it? Did he purchase it new?
1: No, I think he was probably the third or fourth owner.
0: Okay, so now you've got the the nine six four turbo. Now this is a car you don't own anymore, right? You got you sold this car, correct? Right, right. So how long did you own it for? What was it? Was it? What was the feeling in that car? How is it different to the other cars you've owned? Because this is your first air-cooled, right? This is your first air-cooled 911. Mm-hmm. Just let the listeners know, what was the what was that experience like from, from having the 997 GT3 RS and having a 996 beforehand and now you're in an air-cooled and a turbo? Being,
1: being uh, for 1990, I was expecting the drive to be the older technology, uh, obviously, but with it being an air-cooled, it drove so smooth. Mm-hmm. Being a turbo, obviously, as well, right? It yeah. was just so so much fun to drive um, on the highway. Of course, I'm not. I I, I don't track my cars, so it's just everything is just being street Um The shifter was super smooth. Um, the only drawback was um, aircon was broken. The okay. air conditioner, okay. obviously. Yeah. And I asked about the air conditioning and they wanted about four or 5,000 to replace everything. Really? I didn't want to do that on this car. Um, the other thing was the front dash because of the leather dash. Yes, uh, Over the years, it's dried up and, and cracked. Oh, okay. So I remember that was one of the big things too. So, But I did, take, uh, I did ask the Porsche guys to remove my front dash. I bought an, uh, another one from eBay that wasn't cracked. Okay. And I I took it to a, a upholstery shop to to actually uh, reupholster it in in the Alcantara because I thought that would look a lot better on this car. Wow. With the red stitching on it, I I remember asking, to do that. So that that was like my little upgrade to to the
0: to that car. Was there anything else you changed? What about the seats? The seats are all fine, right? You have to change the seats. The seats were perfect. Yeah, seats were perfect. Yeah. So I, I think, and then
1: I, I think I owned that car for about six months to a year to realize, you know what, I don't really like that rear spoiler. I don't right. know why. I don't like that rubber piece surrounding that, that
0: that's okay. rail tail.
1: And obviously it has no aircon, so I go, every time I drive it, I have to open the window and, and Toronto is getting hotter.
0: I, I don't know. So you weren't tempted to spend the 5000 and get the air conditioning <laughs> fixed? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Because the car's appreciating, right? The car must be appreciating. Pretty, yeah. At,
1: at that time, it wasn't appreciating that much, but it was still appreciating. It didn't go crazy like in the last two years on in the last year. But, okay. But uh, yeah.
0: So you didn't really love the turbo. Didn't really mm-hmm. like the wing. I know you're a fan of the nine six four because we can mm-hmm. see that you know this is not the first one you've owned. So right. this is you know you own more after this, I should say. So you yeah. obviously like the nine six four. Yeah. So you sell that car. The air conditioning is not working. You've had another iconic car, Freddie. You've had the 964 Turbo, 1991, 964 Turbo. So what do you do then? Do you look for a replacement to that car? I'm guessing you sold that car quite quickly, right?
1: Yeah, within, within your year. Um, actually, one of my clients called me. He goes, Freddie, I noticed that you have a 91 Turbo. Um, I grew up loving that car, like he was telling me. He, he grew up loving that car yeah to sell it to me yeah so i told him i go oh, i'm still finishing up with fixing whatever i need um I, I don't want ever want to sell a car out of my own uh you know ownership yes. to somebody that i know and something is wrong on it I, I don't want to do that so I, I i'm just finishing up and then i think a month or two later you call me again and i'll go okay i'm ready to sell it now um so I sold it to him on on the last day when I drove it back from the shop to you know to to mm-hmm. my own home. Uh, I was still feeling a little bit of alignment issue. So literally okay. like three hours before giving him the car, I brought it back to my shop. I go, hey, this doesn't feel right. I, I need you guys to fix the alignment too, right? Right. So so I delayed it for a day and then I, I and then off it goes. Uh, he's super happy with it. He still has it. Uh, I think he put on the. Um, is it the speedline wheels
0: on it? Oh, okay, nice.
1: Uh, and most recently, I heard uh, just last week he's just putting
0: new suspension on it. So did he did he fix the air conditioning? I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. He didn't tell me, but I don't think he did. <laughs> All right. So the turbo's gone. What comes next? We're into three. We're into three Porsches. We've we've got I think eight in total. So what what comes next?
1: what came next was a 997 turbo
0: 997 turbo so what year was that oh uh, seven so the point one and, very nice uh, and your favorite color GT silver beautiful manual I love GT
1: silver because I never have to wash it. It's always clean. Uh, after the rainstorm, it's always comes up clean. It does actually. It does.
0: <laughs> when you look closely, it's not. But it is actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From from afar, it's yeah, always yeah, it, it looks, always looks clean. clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I all love right. GT Silver. So you've gone. You, so you've bought a nine nine seven point one Turbo GT mm-hmm. Silver manual. I'm guessing it's manual. Manual. Yes. Yeah. So very very. Once again, another car that's not easy to find, especially now. there's not that easy to find. Mm-hmm. What was, um, how did you find that car? Was it a dealer? Was it a private sale?
1: It was a trade. It was one of my clients who was uh, at that time getting a uh, Lambo uh, Gallardo Superleggera, and and wanted to trade that car back to Lan- Lamborghini Vancouver. Okay. So and when I saw the price of it, I go, hey, can I buy it from you instead? Then you don't actually have to transported back to vancouver and it was a, a client in toronto obviously yep so i go so you've saved you all the trouble and everything so and i go i'll even offer you a little bit little bit more on this car okay and i told him it's for for and then i found out that we have mutual friends and all that stuff so that, that made everything so much easier so, so obviously he sold the car to me
0: let's just tell the listeners how it works at freddie like briefly so you, mm-hmm. you organize finance for people for cars, right? So yes. so if someone's they have a Lamborghini, they're buying something else. Mm-hmm. You facilitate that trading process. Is yes. that how it works? Because you're obviously giving one car to get another car back if they're financed. Yes. So you have to facilitate both. So that's why you come across a lot of cars recently yes. in, in the new business. That's yes. great.
1: Yeah. Usually, I don't like to um... temptation. <laughs> it is very very <laughs> tempting. <laughs> And that's why I told you within the last five six years. <laughs> that's when everything, of just came together. Because now I have my passion and all my cars, and then with my financing and leasing, all that stuff, everything just bunched up together. And then,
0: I, fantastic, I, yeah, it's yeah. great. All right, so you've got the you, you buy this car off your client off of a client nine nine seven point mm-hmm. one turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, you're back into a turbo. You had the nine six four turbo. Difference between the nine six four turbo and the nine nine seven turbo?
1: Yeah, again, night and day. Uh, only because of they're different in ages. But uh, driving s- the smoothness is just the same. Okay. Just the same, yeah. Uh, obviously, again, that 97 Turbo, when I took it in, I brought it to the back. Hey, Porsche Classic Boys, can you take a look at my that's car? Gr-
0: that's great you've got those resources available, though. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It
1: just makes everything cheaper, right?
0: And easier. It's the and, process. And easier. Isn't... I don't
1: have to book an appointment. Hey, yeah, like, no after five, can you can you just... Yeah. Take 10 Great. minutes just to take a look, right? Um, at that car, at that time, um, it was lowered on H&R springs and with uh, 20 inch wheels. Okay. And uh, when I drove it, when I first drove it, I just felt when I, even when I started, the clutch was super tough, super hard. Yes. Uh, and later on, they found that it was the uh, clutch actu- actuator that needed replacing. So that, that wasn't much, I think it was two, $300. And then the car was perfect. And it had
0: air, air conditioning. So, yeah, Perfect. Did you leave it on the... So you left the mods that were already on it? You left it on the lowering yeah. springs and everything? Yes. And it had black wheels, right? So that was... That's the that black wheels, yeah. So they were done by the previous owner? Or it came yeah. with the black wheels?
1: Yeah, it came with the black wheels, uh, but done by the previous owner.
0: Okay. So through okay. my ownership, I actually went to buy
1: the um, factory set of that five stars.
0: Yes. So I can,
1: uh, whenever I sell the car, I can give those set away as well.
0: Fantastic. So how long did you have that one for? Because that one's no longer in your garage, is it? No longer. I sold it. Actually, I, I kept it for a long time. Um,
1: I sold it in 2000. I sold it 2019.
0: 2019. So, yeah. So I had it for
1: about four four years, maybe.
0: Was that a car that you used to drive a lot? Was that a car that you enjoyed driving?
1: Um, no, I actually drove the RS more. Um, it, it, the reason why is this car was so scary. Uh, going on the highway, it's super fast. And it was just so scary to drive. I was actually scared of it. And I think you, you had one of the um, previous uh, podcast uh, night up owners said that as well the 911 turbo was just too scary to drive
0: i mean amanda who was on recently amanda yes amanda had one and she sold it to get a spider right but she i think she made the point that it was just too perfect you know what i mean like it just did everything too well and she didn't really right you know because i think people were sort of like why did you give up the 997.1 and you gave up a turbo and it was in black you know you've got the ideal car and then she her and her husband sold it to get the Spider. But when you hear mm-hmm. her story, and I'm not gonna relive it here, but if anyone who's listening, they just go back to Owner Story seventy one, it kinda makes sense why she did get rid of it. You know what I mean? Kinda mm-hmm. does make sense. But it was very fast, you know. And I've been in you know, I've been in Marco, my friend in Sydney's, you know, nine nine six speed yellow turbo. And the boost on that car, when you when you when you give it the gas, it, it it's got a lot of power. You feel it. Right. You feel it in the seat, you know what I mean? Right. Very, very quickly.
1: Uh, and I remember listening to that podcast. I was like, I was nodding my head. I go, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. It was super fast, and uh, I, I and I don't think the coolant lines were pinned on that one. So I was scared that one day, if I drive it, it's just gonna blow up.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so, it's a it's a great car. The turbos, you know, it is it is a great car. But like for you, it's difficult though because you've got you know you've got a 97.1 turbo. It's GT silver. It's great color but then you've got the gt3 rs i know what i would be picking you know what i mean i know what i right. would be would be going to in the morning or in the on a, on a weekend to drive i'd be taking the gt3 rs because it's just it's just got it just, more yeah
1: it's the experience and, and even though they're all 997s it's just they're different cars and i'm sure you you know that like the rs with the but even a gt3 even a gt3 and a gt3 rs they are two different cars they they drive differently and they sound differently, right? And then, and then you get into the turbo. It's and it's, it's another different car.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all right. The, Where are we? We're getting through <laughs> them. Nine nine seven point one turbo. All yes. right. So you sell the turbo. How do you how do you go about selling that? Do you sell that to a friend or?
1: No, I posted it privately, and um, after a few people, this this person. Uh, came to look at it he he claims that he previously went to see 10 other ones okay and he just loved the interior of mine because it was literally brand new it was like brand, there's not even a crack on the leather seats uh that that 97 turbo had about 61,000 kilometers when i saw it
0: low but still driven still enjoyed so that's good yes
1: um just like butter like all of, like all of the turbos and um it's. I don't know if it's a funny story or a sad story. Um, so he bought it um, in 2019, and one year later, he called me back and said he has to go back to Europe because his parents caught COVID. Would I want to buy the car back? Okay. So I bought it back after one year. Um, oh, you did? I did. I actually did. I bought it back. Um, 2021 yeah i bought it back last year
0: he only put on 2000 kilometers wow that's that's not very many so how no, not so, at all so then you bought it back what do you do then how long did you it <laughs> I <before>? restold it <laughs> i resold it because it was
1: still scary <laughs> obviously I, I i had different cars so so that's why <laughs> Um, and I was I was maxing out on my space. Um, so I, I think I think what I did was I just did an oil change and then I, I resold it. Okay. I, I, I literally resold it, uh, I think, last month. I, I sold it to Vancouver, BC. Oh, you sold it last month. So just recently. I sold it last month, yeah. I had it for about four months uh, because it went to I don't drive it. And yeah. I, had, I had a client that reached out and said, oh, I'm looking for a seven turbo, um, um, hopefully the 0.2, and then we went back and forth. He's like, oh, I got nothing. And then I usually don't propose, but then in the end, I think after many emails of going back and forth, uh, I was telling this this person, hey, I do have a 997.1 turbo in silver. I know it's, it wasn't the color of your choice, but would you be interested in it? I sent him all the pictures, interior, mileage, everything. Um, and uh, he actually flew flew from Vancouver to Toronto to look at the car. Okay. Uh, and obviously now he has it and he loves it. All right. So that, but, and that was his first
0: Porsche. Wow. That's a great place to start. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's gone. What do we get next? Which one comes next? Which 911 comes next?
1: So throughout that time, uh, I also went through a 964 C4. I bought that from Japan. So at that time, uh, you know, the, all the Japanese auction, I was like, okay, maybe I could ship one over and then, and then tinker around with it as well. So uh, I won. I went through an auction to, uh, in Tokyo, a C four nine six four.
0: C four nine six four. So how did you how did you do that though? Did you do that through an agent in Japan, or you just yes, did it
1: individually? I did that through an agent in in Japan uh, through Facebook actually. Okay. And and I think I was on a trip in Europe, and then I saw this car, and then and then I was talking to my wife. And I was like, uh, "Honey, I just bought a car from Japan."
0: Okay, so what? When did you buy that? That was in twenty. I think it was twenty eighteen actually. Twenty eighteen. So twenty eighteen to buy a car from Japan. I thought that Japan became harder to buy cars from, especially Porsches, because everyone realized that and I know in Australia a lot of people, I know James from Porsche Platz had told me in, in the previous episode, RSI mm-hmm. Classic, he he'd bought uh, cars from Japan and other people have told me they bought cars from Japan. And cars used to come in from Japan, SCs, and they used to get, you know, modified, uh, resto modded out sort of thing mm-hmm. in the in the 2012, 2013. There was a company in Melbourne that did it, you know, quite a lot. Right. Um but I thought the prices had, had risen quite a lot and they were not so easy to find a good example. Right. Hat, so th- there's still opportunities there for the listeners though, Freddie. There's still opportunities there to find them. Like I think some of the companies are Japan Direct, I mean I've seen, them on, I've seen them online, some of these companies. Right. You still think there's opportunities there for people who want to try and find a, a good air-cooled at a reasonable price? Japan is still a place to look for, look at?
1: Now I don't think so. Okay. I think when I first started, I, I think I've been looking for a year before I actually uh, nailed down on on this one. Right. Um. I, I can tell you the price. I think I got it for about 56 Canadian.
0: Wow, that's cheap.
1: Right. But obviously, I have to uh, account for all the. Um, I, I'm gonna account for the worst case scenario where I have to reseal the engine, engine out, uh, reseal, uh, and perhaps the air conditioning doesn't work. <laughs>
0: <All that stuff. laughs> So how was how was the process so from Japan? What did you do? So you go through the agent. How long did the whole the whole process take before you got this career for this 964 career for?
1: Oh, the buying process is super easy. We just have to wire transfer money over to the agent and then they'll take care of everything. Um uh, we just have to or I just have to worry about the transport from uh, Vancouver to Toronto. That's okay. all I have to do. They'll they'll take care of everything from Tokyo to to Vancouver.
0: And this company, is this a company that advertises regularly on Facebook? Is it like a importing company for other brands of cars from Japan or just Porsches?
1: Uh, no, uh, it was anything to deal with the auctions in Japan.
0: Okay. Yeah. And is it a company that people should look at if they're thinking about buying a car from Japan? Do you want to name the name of the company or not?
1: I, I, I don't remember what the name is. Okay. <laughs> it's <so long>. all
0: <laughs> Yeah. But they're pretty trustworthy. But
1: I think they're the, the, the 964 market has... has probably uh, risen by a lot now
0: yeah it's gone crazy in two years even it's gone crazy hasn't it right right exactly so you bought so you what was the car it was a 91
1: it was that was actually the whole reason why i started that 911 love instagram account because uh at that point in time if you go to the earlier um pictures the first picture should be that car from japan and that was the the picture from the auction uh, uh from the auction house where they shot it to me after waiting to be exported um and at that point in time i I wanted to get ideas on what i want to do with the 964 so that's why you saw a lot of other people's 964 and i just want to keep you know some sort of picture or or memory of it To so i once the car arrives then then I, i kind of have an idea on what to do
0: what color is it, Freddie? I'm looking at it now. Is it is it blue or black? Blue is it? It's
1: a it's a dark blue color. I don't know exactly what the color
0: uh, name is called, but it's a it's a dark blue. So color. what what did you do to that car? What modifications did you end up doing to that car?
1: Oh, first thing it arrived, PPI again, and obviously everything is leaking.
0: <laughs> oh, really? everything's leaking
1: yeah you have to account for the worst case scenario on these cars right especially going through.
0: so was it worst case scenario though this car was it was there a lot more things wrong with it than you thought I, it was on. driving fine there, yeah. there was no yeah.
1: cat on it they removed the cat but they they put it in the front so uh yeah japanese people i guess they're really good at that stuff and um, they they removed the cat but they still left it in the in the trunk um, but then there was just oil leaks. Obviously, I was accounting for that, so I brought it to Porsche. My my Porsche guys friends, they moved back to the Porsche dealership, so I brought it back to them again, to for them to have a good inspection on it. The car drove fine, um, sounded good, everything was good, but except that it was leaking,
0: leaking oil. Did you? But did you do any checks before it left Japan? No, it's well, just not possible, is it? You're just taking it, a it chance is here, aren't you?
1: It is possible, but because they're so far away, I, I would, I wouldn't even know if they were lying or not. So right. I just expected it to. Be.
0: So the best thing to do is you just take a chance. It's not well, it's it's money, but it's not a lot of money. Not a lot, yeah. So you know that you know worst case scenario, you could probably still get your money back if if needed. Uh, if you right. really hated it, right?
1: Right. So obviously, when they when I took it to Porsche, um, they pulled the engine out. Uh, yeah, okay. Freddie, we got to do a reseal on it. And then we, once we opened it up, um, what did you say? The camshaft were, were cracked. Oh, really? So we had to order two new camshafts from from uh, from Japan uh, from Germany.
0: Wow. So you only paid, you said already, 56000 odd Canadian, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So obviously the money you've put into this car to fix it is quite substantial. It's quite a large percentage of, of what you've paid for the car. Mm-hmm. Were you happy with the car once the work was all done?
1: Yes. And again, I, I didn't pay the five grand to fix the air conditioning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still. You just don't drive it in summer. You just drive it in winter, right?
1: Yeah. But the car drove perfect <laughs> after. Like, super fun to drive. And uh, I think I uh, after it was finished, I had it for about six months to eight months.
0: Okay. And this was a 964 Carrera 4. And you no mm-hmm. longer have this car, do you? This car is gone. No. Gone. But you, but you you have replaced it. We know you've replaced it because mm-hmm. you have another career four. Right. Now, before we go into the next car, so you've had that car, you know, you, you, how did you sell that car? You sold it uh, locally?
1: Locally. Uh, it was another client of mine who was at that time trying to look for a 964. And these okay. are all funny stories because... I I never advertised my car. And then they're like, okay, oh, Freddie, I found this uh, 964 from Vancouver. Can you port it for me and do all that? I did it every day. And the client calls them back and, oh, the car sold. At that time, there was a craziness with 964s. I think uh, due to the Singer brand and maybe RWB, everyone was going after these 964s, C2, C4, and all that stuff. So we literally went through about two, three weeks of going back and forth with dealers. And every time he calls a dealer, it's sold, it's sold, it's sold, it's sold. Wow. So he's like, Freddie, you got to find me a 964. And and he's in the car industry too. He, I think he up reupholstered like interiors and all that stuff. Okay. I go, okay, Simon. I go, I do have one. It's not for sale. I just finished it. <laughs> I can let you drive it. Maybe maybe, maybe once you drive it, you, you may like it or you may don't like it, right? But at least you know what you're getting into because I always want my clients to to test drive these cars before buying anything,
0: right? But was it a good car to drive or not? Or were there issues yeah. with it?
1: It, it was. No, no issues with it after. Uh, uh, he, he came to drive it. He literally came within the hour. Okay. And, and he had a MOLLE red M5 E39 too. I mean, he came oh, over. Nice. Yeah, one of my favorite cars. But um, he took it out literally two minutes. He came back. I go, what's wrong with it? Like, no, you know, you don't like it? He's like, Freddie, two minutes was all I need. I'm <laughs> so buying this it. car. I go, so I I'm not selling it. <laughs> He's like, no, Freddie, you got to sell me this car.
0: Okay. So so Freddie, you did, you did some work on that car. You had to put some money into it. Did you get your money back? Mm. You did? definitely. Okay. Perfect. All right. So what comes next? We've got to get through. We've got, we've still got more cars to come. There's more, everyone. There's still more cars. We've still got three more cars.
1: And this is a funny story. The day I I sold that 964, I delivered it. I went on uh, over here. We have Kijiji. It's like a online marketplace. Right. I saw a 964 C4 coming from Quebec, like from Montreal.
0: Right. So I, obviously I, I call. and uh, <laughs> no, I just want to inquire about this car. Um, so, uh, so you didn't really <laughs> want to sell the, the Japanese importer one, right? You didn't really want to sell it. Your friend, I didn't want you know, to sell it. The client friend wanted it, you know, so you sold it, but you didn't really want to sell it. So you buy one I, almost on the same day.
1: Uh, yeah, I did not want to sell it. I, I have a soft spot for a 964, obviously, based on my childhood. And uh and it just so happens I, I think it was meant to be the next day. And and back then we never see 964 being posted. Literally, the next day I saw 964 being posted. I called right away and talked to that person and realized we have mutual friends okay. through the car industry. Yes. And and again, my first questions with these cars is. Is it leaking oil? Is the aircon working? Like those are the two <laughs> questions I ask.
0: They're the main two things if someone's looking for a 964, you think. The oil leaks, which we all know are very common on 964s. I mean, Steve told me the same thing with his white 964 that he's doing. You know, the oil leak. You've got to watch out for oil leaks on 964s. He had a career yeah. four and one. It,
1: it's a given, but I always want to know anyway, just, yeah. just to know. Right?
0: right. So what did they say when you asked those questions?
1: Oh no! It's Freddie. Super clean. Really? No okay. oil leaks. Uh, I'll go. Can I put it through a PPI? Oh, Freddie, you don't trust me. You
0: got It's okay. You know. Really? So did you do a PPI? <laughs> no. You didn't. Okay. So you get the car. Tell the listeners what this one is because this one you still own, right? This is um, this one, and it's I a still... beautiful color. You do you know the name of the color, Freddie? Because it's a beautiful blue. This one's a Baltic blue metallic. Absolutely beautiful color in that 964. And quite a. I you don't see many in that color, do you?
1: No, I, I haven't seen it. Uh, at least after I got this car, I haven't seen it until uh, recently. Uh, one of my friend's client also got a 930 turbo right. in that color as well. And wow. he's been searching for that Col- uh, color. Not color, but he wanted a dark blue a 930 turbo.
0: It mustn't have been one of the pop it must have been one of the just normal colours at the time though for the nine six four. It must have been like a special order colour or something. Because you really I, don't see that color.
1: The only third one I've seen and some some guy in Hong Kong um having that color as well. Right. Um but I keep saying I it's, maybe it's like brown or copperware. It's such an old color, such an old man's color that but nobody really wanted. it.
0: But it's not though. It looks like a color now that people would spec in, say a new touring or something like someone would pick this color you know what right, I mean? right i'm just getting that touring reference in before we start you know to the <laughs> touring so the 964 tell the listeners exactly what this car was the, the mileage any options that you know about on the 964 that you bought what 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 was it all about
1: uh yeah c4 baltic blue metallic um Aircon doesn't work uh, leaky oil case. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, aftermarket radio stick, obviously, one hundred twelve thousand kilometers. So
0: okay, low. That,
1: that was the good thing. Um, all original paint, all original panels, uh, fully stock except for the radio.
0: Did so, it drive better than the Japanese one that you owned?
1: Actually, no. I oh. think it was because of the cat that was removed. This one's more quiet, obviously. Driving right. wise, shifting wise, everything seemed the same, but the Japanese one seemed more powerful. I, okay. I I have no idea why. Maybe, why? I'm thinking maybe the, they took out the cat and it was a street pipe. That that just uh, that one felt louder, um, uh, and and just a little bit more torque on it.
0: Okay. So apart from not fixing the air conditioning, getting the oil leaks fixed, what else have you done to the C4? Uh,
1: I lowered it with Coney yellows and uh, Eibach springs. Okay. Uh, I added uh, the works. Um, Workmeister S one I believe. Um, I ordered I ordered it from Japan. It took about six months during COVID time. Right. So it came perfect because I got the car I think in uh, nineteen or 20, 2019 or twenty. Right. And I had to wait in line. I didn't bring it back to Porsche to to fix the uh, motor this time. I actually brought it to my own guys in at my location. Um, new she like her, her name is new she's a uh, I oh, i think the first okay. or only female porsche classic yeah. oh, right.
0: i've seen her on instagram i follow yes. her on instagram yeah she's
1: yes she works with me and at the same location and she did everything and she's like the first assistant to uh, uh rwb when they come over yeah uh, she's really interesting
0: very very interesting all right so that's who did that's who works on the car
1: Yes, yes. She worked on my whole car. Like she took my car fully apart. I think there were some pictures with all the stuff coming out. And then if you follow her, she would have did some tidbits on, on the on Instagram
0: on I, I can't remember Instagram off the top of my head to tell the listeners while we're talking though. I can't remember it's, what it was. It's
1: dear new D E A R underscore N H U.
0: Yeah, so anyone listening, they should follow um follow new on Instagram because she really She's very talented, right? And I've been following very talented, her for a long, long very, time. Yeah. Very
1: knowledgeable, super nice in person, very down to earth. Um, yeah, she 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 worked on my car for a good six months, just wow. waiting for parts and all back and forth and everything. Um, it was good because I work in that same area. So I told her, Hey, just take your time. Whenever you have time, just work on it. Whenever you get parts, work on it. And, uh, uh, until the end, when I got my wheels, I go, okay, new. You got to speed it up a little, so <laughs> so I can take my car. So I, it was finally done. Uh, I think beginning of this year.
0: So tell, so you you did a lot of work then, a lot of work.
1: I did a lot of work. Uh, when when she opened it up, she she realized that the barrels were cracked this time. Okay. So I got new barrels and pistons. She put it in. Uh, okay. It
0: drives a lot better now. A lot a lot more smoother. Okay, so this this is a car, Freddy. You're going to keep, right? Because that's you've done a lot. That's a big investment you put in this car.
1: Yes. Know?
0: Without divulging costs, you know that's that's a lot of money. Everyone knows that's what you put into this car. Now is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, of and to the appreciate. point
1: where I actually asked her to fix the air conditioning on this.
0: And you one. fix the air conditioning <laughs> at five thousand five thousand Canadian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fix the air
0: conditioner.
1: As you know, air actually, conditioning is very no, important to me.
0: It is, but that's the best time to fix the air conditioning when you've gotten you there when doing all this other our, work for you. She's not yeah. going to really charge you 5000 for the air conditioning, is she?
1: Uh, I, I don't think she did. But <laughs> I, I went over the bill, and, and I, I actually don't even remember. Like, I don't even see air conditioning. And I, I'm sure it's in there, but it was like a bill of like four or five pages of everything that was
0: fixed on Okay, the amount, of, the amount of money you put into this car, the fact that you've just fixed the air conditioning means this is a car you're going to keep, right? You're not going mm-hmm. to get rid of this car. I want you to tell, tell the listeners about the wheels, though, because I just looked at the, your Instagram this morning. What are the wheels that you've put on it? They're white, are they?
1: Yeah, they're white. I, I, because because of a, it's a blue car, I didn't want black wheels. I didn't want silver wheels. And I, I, I specifically ordered these um, Meister S, S1 or S3. I forgot the, the code for it these are 3 piece from uh, work in Japan. Um, okay. Uh, with the gold so you have rivets to buy them
0: it. from Japan, Freddie? Sorry, you have to buy them from Japan or you, there's a distributor in the U- in Canada in Canada?
1: Uh, well, there's a distributor here in Toronto, but they they have to order from Japan and spec out the wheels for for this particular car.
0: All oh, right. So yeah. what are the sorry, what are the the so they're white. They've got white exposed with the gold rivets. Gold rivets. Wow. Yeah.
1: I like it. I just them. thought it would pop a little. But because that the Baltic blue metallic color is a little bit like older, it doesn't, you know, kind of blends into everything, right? So I I thought, okay, I need to pop it with some some contrasting color.
0: And what's the interior is the dove gray type interior of your car? Is it is it gray? Inside? No, it's actually blue. It's blue oh, interior. Oh, it's blue interior. hmm So it's blue on blue. Blue on blue, yeah. I like the wheels. It looks very, very good. Looks yeah, very that's why as... everyone's
1: staying. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that choice. Okay. I don't know. People are just being nice, but I, I don't care. But I, still, <laughs> I still like the wheel. All
0: right. So 964C4. And before we get on to how many more have we got to go? We've still got two more cars to go. Let's yeah, just more. talk. A, uh, two more, two right? Two more, yeah. Two, yeah. More, two more. One one being very, very um special that a lot of people are going to like um 993 we know you've got that you know the the early memory the 964 that that poster the colors of the 964 you've owned a few 964s the one you have now the 964 c4 in baltic blue you've invested so much money you're obviously going to keep that car it's a special car i don't think you, you're not going to sell that one right that one's going to be a keeper for a bit
1: not not for now unless unless somebody's coming up with you
0: know,
1: and you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping somebody that wants to buy a Singer needs a donor car. Okay, mine's coming. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, unless, yeah, I, I want a keeper.
0: Before we get onto the, to the last two cars, I just want to, there's two questions. First is, and I know the listeners, some of the listeners will be going, how come? How come you haven't had a 993? Mm-hmm. Is there something about the 964 that you think is just a little bit better than the 993? Is it the shape? Is it the, what is it? Or or is it just you just haven't found the right 993 yet?
1: Yeah, I think it's just a curse. Just like the Civic, like what I said about the parallel, I never owned the 92, to 95. I, I just don't know why. Just never found the perfect one. I love the 993s. I love the back of the 993s. Um, I have a lot of clients that I got them into 993s. Just myself, I never – I still remember when I first started this uh, job uh, I got my client into a 1996 turbo Okay. and I nice. drove it to his house and I was like, oh my God, this shifter, this gearbox just shifts like butter.
0: Like yeah.
1: so smooth, so much fun to drive. Mm. And and obviously he, he sat in it five seconds, drove it and he goes, I'll take it. And back then I should have bought that car myself. But obviously I, you
0: should have, would have. But, but um, yeah. the nine nine three, so the nine nine three turbo that you drove to the client, nine nine three turbo, your nine six four, which is manual, and the nine nine seven turbo that you've owned. Mm-hmm. What would, what are the nuances between the shifter? The differences between the shifter that would would make you think the nine the nine nine three is a better shifter than the nine six four, or they are, they all have their special traits?
1: I think they're all pretty similar. Where they're just they're just so smooth. I, right. I don't know what they do to it. Um uh obviously I have a nine nine seven C two S as well. Um compared to the turbo, they shift they both of them shift differently. Right. And even both have a bow system. The bow system in the nine nine seven turbo is way better than the C two S.
0: Okay. Okay. To me at least. Right? So that's the nine nine three question. What about you know, like like I said, this nine six four C four in Baltic Blue is a pretty special one, right? You have got the special mm-hmm. wheels. You've done a lot of work. News done a lot of work on it for you. It's it's sorted. It's it's perfect. What if the perfect RS came up? Would that be something that would tempt you? Would you would you get an, a, an RS? Would you look at an RS? Or is that the just... nine
1: six four RS. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Alpha Sport. Uh, I think a month ago. Just just seeing what the what they are selling in Germany as well. Yes, uh, but I think uh, transportation charges are killing the deal right now, okay. just because of the cost of container coming through. Um, but obviously, yeah. Uh, but still, I I think any RSs to me is is in my target. Um, I, I just love RSs
0: because I was thinking, Freddie, you know, a ruby stone, RS, with the orange, nine nine seven gt3 yeah. rs what a combination
1: yeah e- e- even that or and somebody here in canada would give me a 992 um, gt3 touring <laughs> allocation i would happily go with the pts ruby star or, or ruby stone
0: oh you do the <laughs> pts yeah yeah i i would do it uh, hands down yeah uh, yeah like uh, the girl on instagram who's got that color yeah um roda Ronda, yeah, I yeah. love
1: that. I love that color. It's just, or, or even the mint green or the jade green that they have. But
0: hang on, someone like you who's so connected with the Porsche community in in Canada, and you can't get an allocation either. Nope. So you've been yeah. trying.
1: I've been trying, but they, they can't because I I work for a company that has two Porsche stores, but at the same time, you know. They, if our clients say, oh, how come Freddie gets a car and not me? Meanwhile, oh, okay. I bought a lot of cars. Yeah. So I, I totally understand that point. I don't get them pressure, right? Of, of course, right? Yeah. I, I prefer my clients to have the car rather than me as well. All, yeah. all of my own ways. Maybe I'll buy in the secondary market.
0: Yeah. Maybe they'll loan it for six months and sell it to you at 100 over.
1: I <laughs> know, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Yeah. All right, next car. Let's 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 keep going. So you've got the you've still got the nine six four C four Baltic blue. That's that's a keeper for now. What yes. comes next? Does the and,
1: and you notice all my spoiler cars are becoming non spoiler, right? So yes, nine six four turbo, nine nine seven turbo. Yes. Uh, actually, in between, I it was <clears throat> 2019. The Porsche still call me, uh, like my contact with the sales, and uh, they're like, Freddie, we had this uh, 911 GT3. It was a 2010 with 5,500 kilometers wow. and two-year CPO. Wow. GT Silver. Do you have any clients that want it? Uh, and meantime, I have other other sales rep asking me for quotes on this car, Um Retail, retail price. I don't know if you want to know the price, but they called me on a Friday and I was just kept thinking about it overnight. Saturday, I called my sales rep back from Porsche. Yeah. I go, I'll take this car. I, can, I go, I can't believe you guys had it for about two, three weeks and nobody took it. I go, I'm going to take this car. Right. Let me buy it. Right. No discount. Um, obviously, I don't want them to say that I'm, I'm flipping cars or anything. But I go, I just want this GT3 um, with 5,500 kilometers on it. Yeah. I go, but the uh, thing is, I want the PPF to be redone on the front. Right. So I went back on a Saturday, left the deposit. So I got that car uh, 2019. And, um, yeah, I, I just couldn't believe somebody would not take a car with that low of a kilometers. Um and so where is that to car? To me, now, it, it was a fairly good price.
0: Where is that car now? I, I sold it. <laughs> but you didn't, I don't think I you saw, get, I had That's it not for on one your year. list. You gave me a list that's not on your list. <laughs> if, if you scroll <laughs> in between, there's a silver <laughs>
1: GT Silver GT3. I, I only had it for one year.
0: Okay, so there's five previous Porsches you've had, not four. Mm. Yeah.
1: I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I I I just remember that I had that one, but but, the, yeah, it, it was such good – it was literally a brand-new GT3 with 5,500 kilometers.
0: So you drove it a lot? On-
1: I, I literally put on 100 kilometers on it. And then I – um, uh, oh, the reason why I sold it was because remember that um, 997.2 uh, gray on red RS that you saw yeah. in one of the pictures? Yes, that yes. That one came in. I, I needed to sell that GT – my GT3 – um, GT Silver, GT3, right. in order to get that car. Oh, right. Because I was at my max capacity and, and funds and all that stuff. So I listed it on sale. So one of my clients bought that RS, that 0.2 RS. Yeah.
0: So you bought that RS in the in the, the gray and red one?
1: No, I didn't buy it. It was my company. It was in our company inventory.
0: Oh, okay. I understand. I understand. But I was trying to
1: sell my GT Silver uh, GT3 in order to get that one. Okay. Because I wanted the 0.2 RS so I can match it with my orange one. Yes. Uh, but the day that um, we sold that uh, 0.2 RS, the next day somebody inquired my GT3 and I sold it to that person in oh, British okay. Columbia as well. So I missed the boat on on that
0: RS. Oh, okay. okay. That was
1: the reason why I sold it. Um, but otherwise, I, I don't think I would have sold it.
0: Okay. So... That GT3 goes. When what comes next is the 991 or the 997 come next? 997.
1: In the COVID 2020. Yes. Uh, obviously, I'm a car guy, so every night I'm I'm going through the listing just to see what comes up and stuff like that. And I found this. Uh, I, I just so I, I still have a big passion for 997s. I I I love 997s over anything else, actually. Okay. And so in 2020 of June, uh, some guy in Ottawa was selling this 997 C2S. Point one, it's a 2008. Right. uh, In GT Silver again. Beautiful. uh, But with 33,000 kilometers.
0: Wow. Very low.
1: Yeah. Had the carbon package, um, had the sport design wheels. Oh, but funny enough, I think even two years back, um, some guy was selling the lobster cloth. And I still remember, oh, you know what? I love the lobster cloths. Yep. So I have to buy these wheels. So I had these wheels for two years in my garage.
0: <laughs> really? So you bought the wheels before the... Before I the-
1: bought the wheels before. I go, you know what? I need to buy... I go, someday I'm gonna buy another 997 like, that I can use as a daily driver, right? And, and so I bought the wheels like two years ago. I got them really cheap, like 500 Canadian for, for, for a set of wheels.
0: Yeah, that's cheap. That's cheap. When marriage. I bought my when I bought my lobsters, I got a really good deal on them as well. I mean, the guy right. that I bought them from was in the UK. Uh, right. Chris had XL Wheels, but he he had them, and then he I bought them off him, and he refurbished them for me. Um, Why? But at the time, they were very. That was 2017. They were very, very good price. Right. Um, they've gone up in price now. So tell the listeners right. what this is. What the 997. What 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 was it all about? What the year? You've said the mileage. What about the options that it came with? This this uh, Carrera Carreras.
1: Uh, I think the option just has the PASM um, carbon package. So the, the, the shifter and the cup holders, the, the, the panels are all carbon. Um, I think I, I don't have the sports exhaust stick, obviously, and uh, sport design wheels, which once I got the car, I swapped them back with the uh, lobster claws. I just yep. love those wheels. Um, first thing I did was the H&R springs. I needed it lower. Uh, I love the lower car. And uh, yeah, I, I was going to use it as a daily driver because okay. of the low mileage. I, I didn't even worry about the IMS. Um, because Did you could sus- do
0: a PPI on this car, though? Did you do it? No, not at all. <laughs> no checks. I, I'm,
1: I'm so risky. Like I, I don't, I don't recommend that at all. But um, uh, I, I think everyone should do a PPI. But I, I just don't. I have this weird sense in me that once I hear the engine start, I feel like the car is talking to me, like.
0: <laughs> but, you have bought, but you have bought an 08 though. You bought an 08, and to my knowledge, the earlier Carrera S's are the ones that had more issues in the 997. I don't know whether right. that's true or not, but the very first, you know, 04 manufacturer, 05 model, um yep. Carrera S's were the had more engine issues. So, 08, you know, you're a little bit safer.
1: Yeah. And that's what I was betting on. It's it's the later models, the 0- 07, 08. I think the 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 earliest I would go is 07. Yes. But I uh, but I still have a lot of friends driving oh five oh six. no issues at all. So yeah. I even asked New, I go, "What do you think about IMS?" She's like, "You know what? We're in 2022. If anything is to happen, it probably would have happened by now." Yeah. Right? So
0: So New works on all your cars now? She's your
1: um so, she's like my consultant now <laughs> i i see her every day so so yeah consultant but then the the whole back of of my facility in, in the back that they're, they're all very knowledgeable people so i i, I ask any
0: any one of them freddy you have four porsches at the moment we know you're setting the scene you've got all these people around you now just you're just going to have more and more aren't you four is not the number <laughs> anymore there's going to be more. i do have to offload some like even
1: <laughs> eventually like yeah, I just don't have the space for it, you know. And I, a lot of them, because I, it's, I find the stock cars are too too quiet. So um, the, the RS, I, 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 I changed into a SharkWorks exhaust in the back. That's the that's the center.
0: Okay. What else did you do to the RS? Because we didn't talk about that. What other modifications? That was the oh, only that's modification? that's
1: all I did. Is the, the center back exhaust. Into the and okay. I did that only last year.
0: okay. So you've got the one. So only, only last year, even owning the car for like 13 years, you only changed the exhaust last year. So you were happy with it up until then? Yes. So what about the 997.1? Because now you've got the Carrera 2S, right? It's not the base like what I have. It's a little mm-hmm. bit step above. But you've mm-hmm. got a GT3 RS, so how is it when you sit in your GT3 RS and then you go into the Carrera S and the similarities, right? It's it's the same. It looks the same, pretty similarities,
1: much. Similarities, uh, but driving again, it's different. They're different cars. So I think every different sort of trim levels of these 911s have different experiences. Obviously, yeah. the RS, once you drive it, I'm sure your friend can contend to this, agree to this. Is is always trying to push you to go faster. You right. know, if you go on the low, low, low end of the of the RPM, right. you know, it's always trying to. It's not a good daily driver. It, yeah. It's a good one to go on the highway and just have a blast. so I, obviously, if you want to go on the track, but as a daily driver, yeah, once in a while is okay. But it can't. I, I don't personally think it's a perfect daily driver, right? Even though it can be, but but it's always as long as you.
0: It's, it's always, always tempting you, you. It's tempting it's always you, tempting
1: you. Yeah, especially in Vietnam. Two thousand, 3,000 RPMs, always trying to push you, right?
0: Yeah, it's telling you it's got more. You've got to yeah, give me, it, exactly. yeah, it's got more. It's a lot more here, which right. is true. It's that hidden thing, isn't it, with the GT3s and the GT3 RSs, that there is so much more there. And they really do perform better when they're being pushed, when they're being right. pushed hard.
1: And then if you don't, you're gonna get penalized with all these, you know, you're like riding a horse, you gotta go
0: True, oh my God. true. No. Yeah, yeah, a um, lot of speeding tickets. So you've got the, so another 997, the one c C2S. Okay. So you've got current cars, just so that, just in case the listeners have lost track. You've got the 997.1 GT3 RS in orange. You've got mm-hmm. the 964 Carrera 4 in Baltic blue. And you've got the 08 997.1 C2S in GT Silver. Mm-hmm. Perfect collection. Three cars, great combination, differences between the three, you know, um, did you use the 997.1 as the daily driver or not? No. Or did your wife use it? No, you didn't.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I just passed 37,000 kilometers and I'm so guilty of this. I know you guys don't like garage queens, but as as you know, the last year, everything's gone up in prices. Yeah. Right. So uh, then I got to, okay. <laughs> I got to stop driving this again. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll still drive it to get everything lubricated and everything. But, I can't keep it as a daily driver.
0: Is the C2S one of those, the 997.1 C2S, is that a car that might leave the garage soon or are you going to hang on to it?
1: If I get a good number, but otherwise, I, I still love it. I, I love the backside profile of these 997.
0: Yes, I do too. I just it's love back. it. Yeah, I do too. Right, that
1: that curve, yeah. right? It's yeah. just super special. I just love yeah. it.
0: You, know, when you um, I know. I always notice that when I'm washing my car and I'm standing behind it and I'm taking photos and I think, wow, yeah, that 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 angle is just beautiful, right? So special, right. yeah.
1: Exactly. I'm 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 very glad that you feel the same way because that's you know that's that's what I look at it's that yeah that, yeah that, that side oh, profile right. on the back. You know, it's it's that's what attracted me, but I just don't like the front of the nine sevens. So. Oh really? Oh, yeah. I, like I, I find that it's missing something, like a lip or something. So I I did get a like a nine nine one lip. Okay. Uh, with the EMC Square, um, that adapter. But I haven't installed it yet. Right. I don't know about that. But I just think it's missing something. So I'm also thinking of getting the um, GT3 arrow kit on the front bumper. Okay. Because I
0: think it looks so much better with, with yeah, that. Yeah, that'll work. That works. Right. That works. But got to call Suncoast then. Suncoast, our friends. Freddie, we're getting to the <laughs> end. We've got to get through. We're getting to the end. We're at an hour and a half. And I know the listeners lose their concentration. I don't want them to go away because we've got a very special one coming up. A car that is on, apart from the GT3 RS and 997, which everyone wants, most people want. Right. The Touring. Tell the listeners what the next car is and tell them the year, everything about it, the kilometers and the options that it came with. How did it come about, the next one?
1: So I told you about that. I saw that. 997.2 997.2 GT3. Meanwhile, the, the car I was supposed to get after it got sold, the RS. So I, this fund hanging around and, and everyone knows once you have a certain amount of funds, you, you get itchy again and you want to get something else. So, yes. Um, so this uh, 991.2 Touring came in. Uh, this was a car that I've seen before at a lower value. One of our clients leased it and then returned it for McLaren. And uh, so I came back, but I bought this car at uh, full pop. I, I actually did not get a discount on it again, uh, okay. due to my position there. Um, so I actually paid over MSRP for this and it came in about 11,500 kilometers.
0: So when did stopped. you buy this, Freddie? What year was this? So we're in 21? Well,
1: oh, this was just last year, yeah, 21.
0: 21, so the car 21. was how old?
1: It's a 2018.
0: Okay, so three Nine years old.
1: Yeah, three years old.
0: And you're paying over retail? Over
1: MSRP, yeah. So I think oh, uh, MSRP on this car back in 2018, probably 180, 190, around there. Okay. It's a stick, so obviously
0: it's a, a, a manual. Was this a and quick decision for you to buy this car?
1: Yeah, literally five minutes, once I, when, once I knew the car was coming in.
0: All right, so you used your GT3 funds from your... GT3, mm-hmm. and you bought the touring. Has it got the? Um, does it have the lightweight buckets or just the standard touring seats?
1: It has the lightweight buckets.
0: It does have lightweight buckets. Okay.
1: I, I wish it has the, uh, the 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 sports seats. You <laughs> do? Only because I don't track, and I know people will hate me for this, but uh, I, I I drive on street only, and I, I I pretty much look for comfort over you know. I know the carbon is 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 a good option to have
0: yes right i I kind of agree with you with that touring with the nine nine one point two gt uh Gt three touring I like those standard seats. I like the weave of them you know those seats <laughs> there's a certain the fabric is quite nice right in the standard right. seats. I like that. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of like you with the Touring. I, I don't mind it with just the normal seats. I don't think it needs to have lightweight buckets. I know everyone's everyone's talking now lightweight buckets on everything, but right. it's not necessarily, you know what I mean? GT3 RS, yeah. sure. GT3, sure. GT3 Touring, I kind of like it with the, with the standard sort of seats.
1: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And it just depends on what you do. Of course, if, if you're more into tracking, yeah, of course, get the carbon buckets. But if you track once or twice a year, but you drive on the street, 10, 20, 30 times, fifty times a year.
0: Yeah,
1: I would go for the sports seats, right? But uh, of course, it just depends on your exit strategy. If you depend, if you're looking to reselling that car, what do you think that the demand will be on those
0: cars? And all? but, but I, i You think the market is for lightweight buckets more than the standard seats in the two? I ones? think so,
1: at least in Canada and the U.S.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But then there, I think there's also a market for these sports seats because you know some of these older gentlemen with you know 50 years 60 years old that want the touring or GT3 they want the more comfortable seats as well yeah, right yeah true true and because they're more rare they they actually and those are the guys with the money i would pay more for for these
0: right i think there, there's a market for both market for both yeah so what about the options on the on the touring though is it full leather what what were the the options from factory on this car
1: full leather i think uh, i have the red seat belts with the red stitchings uh, no PCCB, so just on steel brakes, which I don't care. Yes. Um, they're just a little bit noisy. Whenever I stop, I feel like I'm stopping a bus with, you know, um, because of the squeakiness of the brakes.
0: And what's the colour? Um, is that Carrara white or is it crayon, chalk?
1: No, oh, it's chalk. Yeah, it's chalk. It's crayon. It's crayon. Yep.
0: So Very crayon's nice. on crayon on black. Crayon with the satin black wheels, is it?
1: Yes. And... uh uh, at least this one has Bluetooth now too. So,
0: <laughs> so what is the what is the feeling though? Because you, you know you've got, you've had so many cars to compare, Freddie. You know you've had so many yes. different you've got so many different driving experiences. Your current collection, you know, from air cooled to the nine hundred and ninety seven, and and now you've got a GT three you got a GT three RS, and now you have got a touring. Which one do you prefer to drive, the touring or the RS? RS. You prefer the RS. Why is that?
1: Yeah. Only because it's so raw. So. Uh, it's not a perfect car by by all means but it's perfect to me because it's so raw everything everything that you do is it's controlled by you right the touring is it's super precise even the shifting all the shifting like um it's it's it, it's not as smooth as a turbo but it's so precise you can just okay. push it in so easily one two three four first second third gears and everything everything's so precise. Uh, the RS is, you know, from first to second. You have to force your way in, kind of, right? And then you go to third and stuff. Um it, it's just it's it's just perfection to the imperfection, that I call it. Right. The the Turing, it's so much more computerized. Um uh, what else is there? Like um you, you even have that uh, i actually i just found this out i, I didn't even know uh, until like two three months ago you you can shift with your foot being on the gas right so it's almost like the pdk right and, Right. And, and i literally just found this out a week ago where i i didn't know my touring was on coilovers so so i can i don't even have to look like uh change parts to lower i can just bring it to to the shop and they can just adjust the coilovers to lower it
0: so okay I, I didn't know that. <laughs> so things I'm still learning on the car. and um, I mean, it's a beautiful color, though. I love that color. I love it's. It's called crayon in Canada or chalk? I forget. It's which called one. chalk in
1: Canada chalk. and then in US. But I think in Europe or Australia, it's called crayon, right?
0: So what? Yeah, it is. So what else have you done to the? Have you done anything to the touring? Have you added anything else to it?
1: Just the GMG, GMG uh, exhaust, the center back. Because G- I, I found it way too quiet. Really? Yeah, I found it really quiet. Um, uh, but then again, I'm, I'm yeah, because I, I, when I shift, uh, I, I don't shift by looking at the RPM gauge or anything. I shift by noise.
0: Okay. So I, I so listen need to, to hear the, it. So you need to, I need hear, to it. hear it, yeah.
1: So all, pretty much all my cars, except for the M3, um, I changed the exhaust on it. I had a Mini Cooper S as a winter car. Right. Like the R56 S, and I changed the exhaust on that. Um so uh, my, my neighbor has a McLaren 570. He starts it up in the morning, I can't hear his exhaust. So even my wife goes, he goes, Hey, their exhaust is so loud. I go, okay, don't worry, I'll let me do something. So we have an STI as well, like a super STI. So I change the exhaust. So when my wife starts it up in the morning, we'll 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 bounce back the noise <laughs> to their side. <laughs> and, and my neighbor called me right away because I can hear that. <laughs>
0: So the, the Touring, though, you know, the Touring has got a lot of praise, right? People love the Touring, whether it be the 991.2 or the 992. I mean, I love it. You know, it's a great car. Um, yes. It's, I don't know what Touring sit for in Australia. I think there's 400 and mid 400s. I think they are around about wow. 430, 450,000 Australian dollars, right? So wow. the Touring is one of those cars that people always say is just perfection. Mm-hmm. Do you think it is now owning one? Do you think it is perfection? Like as a balance between the as rawness, a balance between, yes. rawness and you know, and daily driver, I guess is that is that the perfect balance? Yes, you still go for an RS.
1: I, I actually do. Um, it's it's just yeah. Yesterday I drove it because we had sunny days in in the past week. I've I've got it up to like seven eight thousand RPM. I, I didn't want to push the red line, um, but yeah, everything came through as it should. The noise, the the torque. Um, the drive. Right. I, I, I actually really, it, it, like I said, if I was to spec a brand new car, it would be a 911 Touring, uh, just in the different colors and, and stuff. But I would do the Touring again. I, I, I love it over the, the the spoiler.
0: So how would you spec it if you were getting the 992? If they gave you an allocation, they said, Freddie, you've got an allocation. It's yeah. your turn. How would you spec it?
1: PTS, I would do the PTS for sure. Yeah um pccb again yes or no I, I may or may not do it
0: um would you go a loud color
1: i would go a loud uh well the the ruby star or mint green or jade green
0: okay mint green would be nice yeah something different right 964 I just want... mint green that sort of minty green right
1: right i like these uh, kind of older ruby star color you know yeah, the people yeah. say it's kind of feminine but I, I don't care
0: i don't think so i don't think so
1: Right. But the Ruby Star, I would speculate like that, you
0: know. Freddie, are there any other cars on the horizon, apart from the touring, apart from getting an allocation for a 992? There's no other 911s that are sitting there that you're about to decide on, are there?
1: No, no, not right now. <laughs> the, the whole reason why I got the Touring is because I, I love the 911R. Yeah. I hope someday I would get that. But I, I, I think it's getting too far away from, from my price list to, to get that.
0: Would you, but would you do the 911R instead of, instead of doing a 992 touring? Like keep it yeah. yeah. But are, are the yeah. prices high in Canada? Because I know the prices dipped in Australia and then they, they sort of disappeared from the market. And I've talked about this before where they were sub 600,000 Australian, which at one point they were selling for a million. Right. So have they are they dipped in Canada? What sort of price are the 911Rs in Canada?
1: When they first came out, uh, obviously I don't know what the MSRP was, probably around 200, 300. Um it shot up to six fifty Canadian and yeah. then it sort of came down on the on the depreciation and then um and then everything was gone. Like nobody's really selling anymore, right? Because right. I think most people bought them in at six fifty in the in the gray market and secondary market, and now they're they they're just bank holding these cars, right?
0: Yeah, they can't sell them.
1: So until now, I uh, I'm sure it's shot back up above 650 but it's just nobody's really selling in in canada for us to know what these prices are
0: right right yeah I, beautiful- I would
1: assume it if somebody was to list it i if i had a an 911r and i want to sell it i would list it 800 plus to a male yeah no, i like so- the
0: white with the green stripes i like yeah. that color combination it's a great color combination
1: yeah Someone white or the green or the, even the green stripe on the silver yeah oh very nice. This is such a sexy car. I love it. And that's one of the contributors why I wanted a it
0: Touring. It's yeah. the closest I can get to it. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, it's a great car. You've got, you know, even if you just had two cars, Freddie. Okay. Here's a question because we've got, to, we've got to get to the end here because we're, we're almost going for two hours. But, and I know you've got to go as well. But the if you, out of your collection now of the four cars, if you mm-hmm. only had to pick two of them, which two would you pick? Oof. Stuff. Oh, RS for sure. Yep. Um, and probably the 964. 964. Yeah. But that's a nice combination, don't you think? That's a great combination. Yeah. 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 Especially when it has
1: air conditioning. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Just have to mention that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, 964. Um, uh, it would be nice if it's a C2, but, but
0: you know, I I can't pick at this point. You know, and C4 is okay too. Uh, but the RS. But what are the issues? Sorry, before the issues. Sorry for interrupting. The issues with the C4. I can't remember. There was a, some issue. Is it the four wheel drive system with the C4 is a bit temperamental? Is it with the nine six four? Is that what? Uh, it was? To me,
1: to me, it's been working fine. Right. But most people just want rear wheel drive permanently, right? Yeah. I, I I think I can disconnect something or differentials or things like that to leave it as a C2. But I, I just don't want to touch anything that I'm not.
0: No, seeing. no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I don't, I don't like modding that kind of stuff. Freddie, we're almost at the end. Um, oh, let's wow. talk about, let, let's skip off the cars for a second. Let's go back. Well, it's still about the cars. Let's talk about your favorite roads, your favorite drives. You've got mm. these fantastic cars. We know that we can tell from the passion you've been talking about today. You know, the GT3 RS is, is the car you really love. You really love to mm. drive. If someone's coming to Canada, they're coming to your region. Where should they take their 911 for, uh, for a spirited drive?
1: I honestly don't
0: know. I've been thinking
1: about this question a lot. You know why? Because I follow a group of rally guys. Right. Here and uh, I, I can do a shout out to them. I yep. guess Seven, Seven's Drive locally in Grand Touring. These are very nice people. Uh, we go into exotics uh, anywhere from um, McLaren, Ferrari, um, Lamborghini, Porsches, and all that Maserati. And um, Actually, we actually go on a rally each year. There's a rally with them too, except for the last two years of COVID uh, okay. rallies in July. And, and you you see the feed on my Instagram soon in July. And uh, I just follow them. We go on the back streets and everything. I just follow them. But each year we go down to the States for a rally, uh, we went to the tail of the dragon. That, okay, That was pretty fun. Um, but I think this year we're going back to the tail of the dragon. But they said that we're going back to a different part of the tail of the dragon. So
0: we'll see. So, what will uh, you drive? What will you take? The gd 3 RS or the or the? No, I never take my own car
1: because I go on representing my company. Oh, okay. So I always take company cars now. But uh, in the past, I've I've been into a 9m1.1 uh, C2S Cabrio Cabriolet, um, a 9m1 uh, C2S Coupe. Uh, I've been in a R eight before as well, a two thousand fourteen R eight, um, even a Cayenne with it. But this year, this year, I was so scared because uh, at the rally is in July. I literally got a rally card this year. It's a two thousand fourteen GT three. Oh, okay, fourteen.
0: Fourteen. So not one point one engine uh, replacement GT three. Is it? Hopefully, I won't have. To. <laughs> Hopefully,
1: I won't get the check engine light during the rally. I hope I can get the check engine light. <laughs> right, so I can get a G motor in there.
0: But you know, you've been on this. You went on that uh, the BMW. You know, the pickup. You've yes. driven on the autobahns. You've been in Germany. You must be tempted to go back there and do it in a Porsche, right? To go to yes. a Porsche factory to get to—I mean, you have to book so far in advance. I mean, I always look at those things every now and again, where you can get the Porsche and you can, you know, hire it and have it for a couple of weeks and pick it up from Stuttgart and just drive it around and bring right. it back. Yep. Is that something you'd like to do?
1: I definitely would. If I get the chance to do it in the future, and somebody would give me an allocation,
0: <laughs> or you know what but you could one. do, you know what you could do, you could find your next 911 in Germany. And then pick mm. it up in Germany and drive it around and, and then get ship them it back. Ship it over here. Yeah,
1: it's good. that's a perfect possibility. holiday. Yeah, but one of the roads I drove during the uh, BMW was the uh, is it Glass of Glass Lochner
0: Glass. Okay. Lochner? Yeah, yeah, in, yeah.
1: In Austria. Yeah, famous. Yeah. That was super fun. Yeah, I wow,
0: thought that that's
1: was great. Super fun road. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the autobahn. I I obviously I don't track and all that stuff, but. Um, yeah, even in the, in, in the F80 M3 on the Autobahn, I, there was one time there was a Huracan on the road on the left lane and I just chased after him. Like we were going like over 200. <laughs> My daughter was four sitting in the back. She's like, faster, daddy, faster, daddy. Faster. Right? I yeah. just kept
0: going. <laughs> that was super fun. So one question I didn't ask you is of your current Porsches and you said your wife drives stick, what's your wife's favorite car then? If yours is the gt3 rs which which it seems to be oh
1: she's the rs too
0: the rs as well
1: she's the rs as well yeah fantastic yeah she's the rs she actually some sometimes um because it's not being driven a lot of times i tell her just to pick my daughter up from school in the car <laughs> and she's like all oh, these guy like dads like look at her like you know Thinking <laughs> how
0: cool she is in this right? gt3 rs yeah
1: yeah, and then uh, I think I, I don't know. I'm sure there are other female driving RS around, but um, but at least locally, I think she's probably the only one. And and we're the RS with the yellow. We put a yellow sort of PPF on the headlights.
0: Oh, okay. So I didn't see that in the
1: picture. Yeah, uh, yeah, because a... you only had a side profile. All All right. Right. it's actually still hibernating right now. I just I just started insurance, so we're gonna take it out this week uh, or next week. So and, how do you um,
0: store all your cars though? You have a stacker at home and you park them elsewhere, do you? Or how do you, because that's the, always a common problem when, you know, Porsche enthusiasts like we all are, you know, you want yeah. more and more cars, but you got to think, I've got to be sensible. Where do I store them? It's always yeah. a problem. It's, it's just everywhere. Uh,
1: so expensive. And, and uh, I use my parents' garage as well. Oh, okay. um, oh, they're older, they, they only have one car now, but but it has a two-car garage. Right. Um, And then, my home i have like a three three car garage but then i put a a lift in it so i fit four in there okay. and then i leave the daily drivers on the on the driveway so that's that's why i said i can manage up to 9 to 10 but anything <laughs> over i just can't can't do it anymore that's a lot
0: Freddie. that's a lot
1: <laughs> but it, it it's actually fun it's quite fun um yeah
0: it's great. I mean, you've got, you've got fantastic cars and I'm sure all the listeners are saying the same when they're listening to this, you, you know, and like I said, envious in a good way, you know, that they're just, it's a really good combination. I think what you have at the moment, I really do. I think it's a really, it's a really nice combination of, uh, of 911s. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that.
1: I, I just want to, you know, make sure I stay humble at, at the same time. Um, you know some people having these cars they they can be assholes and ass but
0: yeah uh, but you know look you know what i like about owner stories and and you know like people like you you know you work hard you love you love the brand you love porsches you know you have you have a few you have ones that everyone's sorting after it's the same as you know this is what's so great about owner stories is if someone's trying to get a 996 they buy their first 996 they might have only spent 15,000 or 20,000 on it you know, mm-hmm. it's the same passion. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you have the one or you have the four. It's still the same passion. I think that's what's what I always see as a yeah. common thread through these stories. Right. Um And I, yeah. I still like,
1: I still want a nine nine six four S personally. Yeah, the nice. So, not the nine nine seven C two S. I can't daily drive. I should have bought I, it hey, four you know years. Ago.
0: We should have bought it two years ago or three years ago, though. <laughs> This is what I always keep thinking. I remember how much they right. were and how much they are now, you know. Now, right? I, yeah. I love the back of the 4S with that, yeah. you know, that that red
1: reflector on the back. Yeah, it's oh, fantastic. Oh, so nice. Yeah. You no, know, it's, a,
0: it's a really I'm still good... looking. You are? I am, I am. I am, people... What's, the, sorry, what's the price in Canada for a 4S now?
1: Uh, low mileage one. I obviously, I like low mileage cars. I, I don't like anything over, you know, 60, 70,000 kilometers. Um, pricing on those probably 50 to 65,000 Canadian.
0: Yeah. Cuz Tom on a, a recent owner stories he's got the 996 Carrera 4S from Vancouver. Right. Um it's a great car. Beautiful car. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love it. Uh even the interior,
1: you know. Yeah. You know.
0: Yep, uh, I yeah. agree. I agree.
1: But the 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 wide body, the the back, the even the turbo twist wheels and, and stuff like that. I th- I think that's like a perfect first
0: 911 car would you sell the 0.1 c2s and get the c4s 996
1: um maybe if, if it's a good um
0: a good manual c4s 996
1: manual yeah. c4s because i've never owned the 4s all oh, right, right. I've, I've had the turbo right yeah. i've never had the 4s okay And I, I honestly would not mind getting a 996 4s like in yeah. in in the silver but most of them that what i i'm so confused is most of them have that light gray interior
0: just makes it look so old they do don't they some of them do i noticed that as well or they have metropole blue metropole blue or the blue colored interior, blue leather which is better Um, which is better yeah it's like i've been looking at 993s you know i've been looking at 993s here in uk like targa and career forest but the career forest is expensive um, mm-hmm. And a lot of them have that dove gray interior. It's hardback sports seats and it's, it's always, right. it's a lot of dove gray. It's like it was the yeah. most common color or I blue and why. blue or it's blue it's... and blue or it's the dove gray in silver, the dove gray with the blue. It's always, or the red, arena red with dove gray.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I don't have a problem with the dove gray, but it's, it seems like there was just one interior color and it's not black. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's black wasn't that weird. common. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the gray gets really dirty. Obviously, by now it gets really dirty in the cracks and stuff. I wish it would all be black and then it would be so. Yeah,
0: it does. It does. Sometimes
1: I find one, a 4S, but it just, yeah, and the gray
0: interior, I just don't like it. I think you should start your search. Maybe you, need, maybe, you've, maybe you don't sell the 997 maybe you had five you said you've still got room for another car right so I'm always searching <laughs> I'm always searching all right Freddy we're about at the end um, before we go though anything else you want to share with the listeners
1: um,
0: no not much just stay humble no be yourself the Porsche community is super nice and if you get to know them
1: you no, know, they're all, all willing to share their stories they're willing to you know talk about their experiences with certain different cars and uh, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to be industry. I know a lot of uh, my clients and I, I call them friends as well that we discuss about their deliveries their, about the cars that people getting, you know, GT3s, 992 GT3 RS that they said they got allocation on, GT4 RS is that they're coming in. in
0: That's a hard one, isn't it? 4 RS.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah. then they said they won't come until I think September, October. So he's right. very excited about it, but but I'm I'm just lucky to be involved with with all these people that that are getting all these cars as well. They're they're super, always super excited. So,
0: yeah, it's good. You're you're really, like I said, you're a part of that industry, right? And you've got all the contacts, and it's just it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, I just can't get myself one. That's that's my problem.
0: <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> all I right, got list. <laughs> you're on the list. Thank you, Michael. Hi, right, Freddie. Thank you so much. Thanks for, um, thanks for coming on Owner Stories today. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been great.
1: Thank you. It was uh, very enjoyable talking to you.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you, Freddie. All right, everyone. That's uh, Freddie coming in from Toronto in Canada. Wow. What a collection. Apart from the previous ones, which I won't mention now, but the current Porsches, he's 991.2 GT3 Touring, his 997.1 GT3 RS in orange, he's 91, 964 Carrera 4, baltic blue beautiful color and the 997.1 carrera 2s in gt silver what a collection all right everyone thanks for listening to the porsche cool podcast bye for now